Hello and welcome to the JM Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and anything in between. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. And if you are coming back, welcome back. Hope you're doing well. If you like the, this podcast before we even started, please rate mm-hmm. and review us on Apple Podcasts. So we have Miro back from Boston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, we decided since it's Halloween that we were going to do like a Halloween themed film. And what better way to talk about it than with the 2014 New Zealand mockumentary horror comedy film, What We Do in the Shadows. It was written and directed by Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So the logline is... A crew follows four vampires who live together in a flat in Wellington as they deal with a newer and younger vampire. We received information from Wikipedia and IMDb. Yeah, and all the accredited sources on Wikipedia, you know. Yes. <laughs> all right, so uh, for the cast of the movie, uh, we have Taika Waititi as Viago von Dorna Schmartenschaden Heinberg. Nivon Blitzenberg? Blitzenberg, yeah. Okay. He's known uh, from uh, Green Lantern. Uh, it was Thomas uh, Kalmakfu. He was in Hunt for the Winter People, uh, Wilder People. Uh, he did Jojo Rabbit. Uh, he's also a writer, director, and producer of Thor Ragnarok uh, and Love and Thunder. Yeah, which is the upcoming Yeah, it's the Thor upcoming film. Thor film. Yeah. yeah, the third one, right? Or fourth one. No, I think it's the fourth one because you had Thor w- that was directed by yeah. Kenneth Brom, mm-hmm. and then you had Thor: The Dark World. Yep. And then you had Ragnarok, and then Love and Thunder. Yep. Yep. We have uh, Jermaine uh, Clement as Vladislav the Poker. Uh, you might know him from An Evening with Beverly Lynn, Avatar two and three. And the Flight of the Concords, the TV show, and also like one half of the duo. Yeah, yeah, I remember you showed me. Uh, we used to watch a lot of uh, their videos. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have Jonathan uh, Brooke as a Deacon Brooke. Um, you might know him from Mega Time Squad, the uh, Jackie Brown Diaries, and the Power Rangers Dino Thunder. Uh, then we have Ben freshman as peter um who's the you know um the nosferatu looking vampire yeah um you might know him from legend of the seeker 30 days of night and ash versus evil uh then we have cory gonzalez monsieur as nick i uh, might know him from wellington paranormal ego versus shark and baby done oh that's funny wellington that's the same city that you know the story takes place in yeah yeah <laughs> and then we have Stu rutherford as Stu. um he was in the short film uh and then boy and we're wolves uh riz starby as anton um uh, he was in pirate radio the Bo- boat that rocked yeah that was the british um name, name for, it. for it yeah yeah everywhere else it was pirate pirate radio but then for britain it was the both that rocks. I wonder why. I have no idea. Huh. 
uh, Hunt for the Wilder People and uh, the last two Jumanjis. He was uh, playing Nigel, the NPC character in the Jumanji movies. And lastly, we have Jackie Van Beek as Jackie. Um, she's in Funny Girls, 800, word, uh, 800 Words, and uh, Educators. Mm -hmm. uh, so in terms of development, the film is based on a 2005 short film, What We Do in the Shadows, interview with some vampires. And it was written and directed by Watiti and Clement. I also starred John, Johnny Berg, or sorry, John Brug, Corey Gonzalez Mosser, and Stu Rutherford as Deacon, Nick, and Stu, respectfully. Mm -hmm. um, for Stu, he is actually an IT technician and a high school friend of Watiti in real life. He was intentionally told that he would only have a small bit in the film so he would act normal and mm -hmm. natural while filming and he didn't find out the truth until the short was premiered mm -hmm. and according to Watiti and Clement their favorite vampire films were Lost Boys, Bram Stoker's sorry Bram Stoker's Dracula and Interview with the Vampire you know, I still haven't seen The Lost Boys. Everyone, like, I remember, I think they were remaking it or something. And everyone was like, oh, watch it, watch it. But I, I mean, I, it. yeah, it was the same thing with me. Like, I've heard, like, of the famous people that were in there, but yeah. I never watched it. Yeah, maybe we'll do a yeah. video on that someday. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably too late now yeah. since it's already the end of october but yeah. maybe we could maybe we could like you know slide it in for like yeah. november <laughs> i know <laughs> they also heavily quoted um film those films along with blade twilight and buffy the vampire slayer and despite being inspired by bram stoker's novel dracula clement admits that he still hasn't read the book <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like vampires are one of those things where, like, at this point, you know, you know what a vampire is. Yeah. And, uh, of course, like, the what you know what a vampire is is different than what the book was because things have changed. But it's like, no, this is what a vampire is now. Like, yeah, whatever <laughs> that guy did, yeah, whatever. Now yeah. we all know what a vampire is now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they wrote a 150-page script uh, but chose not to show it to a single person involved in the film, uh, both the crew and cast. This was to keep things spontaneous and to allow the actors to be surprised by the events unfolding. About 124 uh, hours of footage was shot, most of which was uh, improvisation from the cast. It took almost a year to cut the footage down to 90 minutes. Yeah. Wow. That's... <laughs> that's a lot yeah i feel like uh that's quite a task like you have to remember everything that you've watched and recorded and then just being like okay what's the best 90 minutes of this yeah uh yeah so each vampire is a rendition of a famous vampire from like history and myth uh vladislav is uh based on uh gary oldman's uh portrayal of um, Vlad the Impaler in Dracula. 
Yeah, it was the 1992 film. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's basically the one that says Bram Stoker's... Dracula, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the famous one yeah. with Keanu. Yes, yeah. the one when he tried to act British, but it came off It didn't weird. work, yeah. Um, so yeah, and he's obviously a play on uh, Vlad the Impaler, uh, who was a 15th century Transylvanian... Uh, that basically in, was the inspiration for the Dracula myth. Waititi mm-hmm. uh, used Louis de Point. Uh, wait. Waititi uh, used Louis de Pont du Lac from Interview with the Vampire, and that's the Brad Pitt's character. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, he also based. Um, most of his performance on his mom <laughs> so, so it makes sense like yeah that's actually really funny uh so peter is an analogous to count orlog and nosferatu um then you have deacon that reflects david from the lost boys and he's actually keither Kiefer Sutherland's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, nick is a reminiscent of edward from twilight uh. And despite Peter having no personality, extra footage of the actor in makeup were shot because the makeup was very expensive. <laughs> uh, so they included some shots uh, with Peter just listening to music. Yeah, so they just shot him doing random things because yeah. they're like, okay, maybe we'll need it. Yeah. I mean, that kind of explains the 120 like hours of footage and then let's cut it down. It's like, okay... Is the next six hours is him doing random like stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there was a deleted scene where the vampires throw ch- a charred skeleton remains in the arbor for a funeral scene. Uh, when they noticed that it was drifting away, YTD stated that the remains were realistic. Uh, that they had to put press. Uh, they had to put a press release out saying that if anyone finds a charred body washed up on the beach. To not be alarmed, it's just a prop. So basically, they they threw it, and then they were like, "Wait, what if someone finds that?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they had to put an alert out and say, "Hey, like if you find it, it's all good." Yeah. Okay. So in terms of the location, the building used for the exterior shots of the vampires' house used to be Peter Jackson's office, and for a lot of you who don't know. Peter Jackson is the guy, the one New Zealand guy that did the Lord of the Rings yeah. uh, films, like all of them. <laughs> Just yep. uh, the hill where the vampires have a run-in with the werewolves is the same hill filmed in the Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, for if you want to like look at the specific scene it is where frodo and the hobbits are running from the black rider and hiding under the tree roots so that's like what it was um the bars and nightclubs the vampires visit are actually bars in wellington's entertainment district in courtenay uh place and it took nine years to bring the film to the screen when there was a dramatic increase in vampire media, Clement and Watiti were worried because 
they were more worried that they didn't want to be like jumped on the bandwagon with everyone else yeah they wanted to be separate from that yeah like they didn't want to be like just another like uh you remember the parody vampire movies that were coming out uh the one that was making fun of twilight yeah i thought that that was like like that was like a small bit and then there was like a bunch of other yeah. things was but it there was more like other movies like that where everyone had like a little twilight bit like remember how many twilight bits family guy was having oh i haven't i i didn't watch family yeah. guy <laughs> but yeah it was like a thing like every like show had a twilight bit oh i see yeah yeah um the directors were able to bring screenings uh, of the film to the united states after a successful kickstarter fundraising uh campaign it became one of the most heavily pirated films of 2014 yeah <laughs> oh no i remember because it was like one of those movies that you weren't gonna get a theater like cam rip of it you know yeah it wasn't gonna be on blu-ray for who knew how long so it was like as soon as anyone got it they were like okay we need to like get this out there well it's kind of like the same thing with soul plane because mm -hmm. i remember it was it didn't became successful in the box office but kevin hart admits that yeah like i i got my career started because people pirated that yeah. film yeah for sure um so a follow-up movie titled where wolves is currently undeveloped um this movie will follow a group of werewolves living in modern day wellington new zealand and they also have the police officers in mm -hmm. the film that are also in the tv show that we mentioned before called wellington paranormal oh. and it's kind of like them <laughs> going it, it's like literally like a crew uh following up the two officers that were in the film to investigate and explain away all sorts of paranormal it's like cops but for paranormal yeah, activity it's like, against werewolves it's like um ghost hunters meets reno 911 yeah in a way. basically yeah it's actually kind of fun and like um it almost feels like they have a little like ytt like cinematic universe going you know it's like here are the different movies and then here's the different shows and they are all connected somehow <laughs> yeah and a tv series of the same name what we do in the shadows uh premiered in 2019 on fx i think it got moved to fxx mm -hmm. or something um it was created by clement and the show follows four vampire flatmates interacting with the modern world and other supernatural beings on Staten Island. And the vampires all are of different characters. They kind of had the same, like, structure, where it's, like, four people, and then yeah. I think one, like, there's a fifth one that's, like, new, and then there's, like... It's the same story, basically, but with different characters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of the summary, the film starts with a note that the documentary crew was invited to film the lives of four vampires in New Zealand and it also noted that all crew members were protected with holy water at all times 
then it began with Viago going around and waking everyone up because it, I think it was like 7 p.m. and mm-hmm. then, you know, the sun was gone. Yeah. Uh, and they explain how they became vampires um, with like Viago, like becoming a vampire. I think he became a vampire with um, the help of um, the poker, like mm. Clement's character. Yeah. And then I think even Clement was like, yeah, like I became a vampire from Peter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was the same thing with um, Dunk- Deacon. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so Viago um, states that he moved to New Zealand to be with a woman only to find out that she got married while mm-hmm. he was on the ship. So what happened was that he was a vampire before they met and that he fell in love with this woman and then she was in New Zealand because I guess she moved there so then he was like okay I'll go on the ship have my servant put me in a coffin and then like ship me over to New Zealand yeah but then when he got there like he found out that she had already moved on yeah because it's been like three months yeah she hadn't she, heard back from him yeah and she's already like three months pregnant already you know <laughs> uh so vlad was uh known for being a womanizer and was ruler in transylvania with his wife but he escaped to new zealand and then he's also been avoiding the beast but he doesn't explain who the beast was yeah <laughs> And then you have Deacon as, like, this kind of, like, run-down party-goer who wants to have eternal youth mm-hmm. and um, met the trio. Um, then you have Peter, Peter, who is a mute, who helps aid Deacon to become a vampire. Um, so after explaining the backstories, Vlad, Viago, Deacon go to downtown to try to get into clubs but they fail <laughs> and they end up at this like very dull bar that like people over 50 go to yeah <laughs> and it looks like just like a banquet hall and while they're there deacon talks to his servant jackie who is human and she goes out like during the day to gather hit their victims and to clean the house and clothes and she does this in hope to become a vampire herself however when she knows notifies about the deal because i guess it's been like a year or so well like several years yeah she like became his slave like several years ago and it this was like the last year yeah uh, she was gonna be turned into a vampire yeah, yeah. And so he didn't want to deal with that, so he hypnotized her to leave, to which she does. Yeah. Uh, and a couple nights later, Jackie brings a woman who made fun of Jackie in grade school <laughs> and her ex, Nick, uh, to the house, like, basically for... The, them to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, despite both of them not being virgins um the woman is killed by viago who mm. accidentally breaks her large vein oh, <laughs> which causing like her like blood just splurt out yeah. 
And I mean, it was so much black. Yeah, and then he's like trying to open his yeah. mouth to, to, to like get it, get everything. Um, and also, uh, Nick tries to escape outside, and he does get outside, but he gets tackled by Peter. Yeah. And two months later, the group finds out that Nick turned into a vampire. And though Deegan envies Nick, the group allows Nick to join them. And due to Nick's popularity, he is able to get the group into exclusive clubs, <laughs> which everyone starts to really like that. Yeah. Uh, however, he kind of goes around and telling regular people that he is a vampire including this vampire slayer yeah and it's just this random guy and he's like oh yeah i'm a vampire it's like really i'm a vampire slayer it's like no you're not (laughs) (laughs) and the group becomes worried about his actions um but they get paid back when nick accidentally eats a regular chip which is like a just a french fry yeah and causing him to like puke all the blood that he's oh, had. Yeah, yeah. One day in the middle of the day, uh, the vampire slayer Nick talked to breaks into the basement, and so Peter uh, kills the slayer. He himself burns alive after being exposed to the mm-hmm. sunlight, and as a result, the group bans Nick from the group. Uh, several months later, the group is invited to the annual Unholy Masquerade for Zombies, Vampires, and Witches. Vlad doesn't want to go, knowing that the Beast will be the guest of honor. Again, we never find out who the Beast is. Uh, Viago and Deacon go, where they meet Nick and Stu. Deacon also sees Jackie, who tells them that she turned into a vampire with the help of Nick. Uh, while the party continues, one of the zombies notices that Stu is a human. Uh, but it stopped when the guest of honor starts speaking. Again, it's revealed that the beast is actually uh, Vlad's ex-wife? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's like the reveal for who the beast is. And then there's like a conflict with, between uh, the beast's current, girl, uh, current husband. Yeah, I think it, um, it was like boyfriend or fiancé. Yeah. Yeah, so and Vlad, yeah. Yeah, so what happened is that while the guest of honor is speaking, all of a sudden Vlad shows up and he's decked out in like head to toe white fur, with like fur pink. and everything. Yeah. And um her boyfriend, um, or fiance, yeah. Uh was like oh like you can't like come in to this area mm-hmm. you know while i'm here and then they were fighting but then Stu um notices that the boyfriend was taking life from um via- no uh, yeah vlad. vlad yeah from vlad um that he decided to stick a yeah i think it was like a flag yeah it was like a flag pole or something a spear basically he spears the other guy for sucking the life out of vlad basically yeah Yeah. and because literally the boyfriend dies on that spot they decide that they need to leave the party and so they leave but then they hear that the werewolves are trying to chain themselves to the trees so they don't attack anyone yep 
And so they make fun of um, the group, but then uh, one of them notices Vlad's fur coat. And they're yeah. like, wait a minute, are you trying to make fun of us? <laughs> and then, and then, that, are, you, are you serious? You're wearing a fur coat? Yeah. And the funny thing is, it's like they bring that up just before the uh, moon is revealed that, oh, it's a full moon. And everyone transforms into uh, full head to toe werewolf um, attire. Yeah. And. <laughs> And they chase after the uh, the group. One of the cameramen is killed uh, by someone unknown. And also Stu gets um, outnumbered by the werewolves. And gets is, pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, while Nick is like screaming or be like, Stu, yeah. Stu. He's like floating right above the werewolves region. He's like, oh, Stu. Oh, no. Uh <laughs> So, like, thinking that Stu died, like, Nick is kind of, like, you know, mourning his friend's death. And Deacon goes to be like, hey, I'm really sorry, like, that happened. Almost kind of like they decide to make up for this whole competition they were doing with each other uh, prior. And while that happens, they kind of just go back to their lives um however i'm assuming a couple nights later uh nick uh, leaves a voicemail to viago and um vlad and deacon yeah. saying like hey like i have some really good news like i you know i really think that you should uh have i need to like see you let's yeah let's get together blah, blah, blah. so he gets over to the flat where Deacon opens the door and finds that Stu is alive. And Stu explains to the cameraman that apparently he did get attacked by the werewolves. <laughs> but while he was on the gurney, he somehow came back to life and then just ran off. Um, and then there's like a little like quick like um, insert of the two police officers just being like oh yeah yeah like some <laughs> some something happened like but we don't really know yeah. what happened <laughs> and, um so he runs away and then they it's funny because they do like a reenactment of like him waking up the next day and <laughs> he's like you could tell it's staged, yeah. and it's very, like, ancient aliens, right? You yeah, it's saying? like a really fake reenactment, like, you know, with the camera shaking, the video is, like, 10 frames per second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it cuts to uh, the werewolves uh, just kind of, like, surrounding him in human forms with, like, three of them having no pants yeah and it's just like blurred bottoms yeah. for some reason in the reenactment they decided to be naked but yeah. yeah uh so he is a werewolf and he's alive however uh because Stu um came to visit he also brought the other werewolves and like despite 
their feud with each other, um, the vampires and the werewolves decide to just work together and just become best yeah, buddies. Yeah, just hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, um, Viago uh, finds his um, long lost uh, lover, mm-hmm. who is now like this elder woman. <laughs> She's like ninety eight years old or something. Yeah, and apparently he was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to like keep waiting, so I'm just going to uh, just do it. And he yeah. did, and he caused her to turn into a vampire. <laughs> And then it's kind of funny because they do this, like, whole, like, um, thing where he's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, some people may be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, aren't you, like, concerned about the age difference? Which is funny because he's, like, 400 years old and she's, like, <laughs> yeah, like, 90. <laughs> um, but he's like, but no, like, you know, we really love each other and everything. And then I think she said something like, oh, yeah, we're going to live forever. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> and then it's kind of like, like, he's happy. But then he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be with this woman for a, a long time. No, I think that was at the end. He was just happy about oh, it. Oh, yeah? He yeah, was just happy? I think he was just happy about it. Okay, cool. For sure, yeah. I think he was just like, oh, my God, like, yeah, we're, I, we're finally together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then that's the end of like the document, the mockumentary. Yeah. And then in post credits or like during, during the credits, credits yeah. um, you find Jackie is like telling her husband, who is now her servant, to like do all these stuff for her, and then <laughs> she's like, "I love you, but you know I'm your master." Yeah. And then he's like, "Yes, yes, I, yeah. yes, I know." <laughs> like. Uh, and then I it, love you. I love you too, but I'm your master. Yes. <laughs> and then it cuts to the were- werewolves um, talking to the cameraman, and like they do this thing where uh, the alpha of the group is like laughing, and then you have one guy that laughs one second yeah. later or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, "Why are you laughing?" and He's like, oh, you guys were laughing, so I was just laughing with you. And then he would be like, oh, like, we're just messing with you. And then yeah. they laugh, and then he laughs. And he's like, well, wait a minute, why did you laugh at that part? Yeah. Um, and then they bring Stu in, and Stu is like, oh, I was laughing with the group. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's, like, a better answer than yeah. you. Like, <laughs> um, And then... Like, the very end, after the credits, you have Deacon basically going up to the camera and being like, oh, like, all this was an imagination. Yeah. <laughs> like, he tries to hypnotize the camera, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then that's that's the end of the documentary. Yeah. 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 Pretty, pretty short. <laughs> it, I mean, it's not, it's... Is I it mean, short? it was pretty, I mean, for, like, the explanation of what was happening, yeah. it is short. Because it's just a lot of, like, you know, you just kind of got to watch it. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's not bad for, for about 80 minutes. Like, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, which vampire was your favorite? Um, I think it would have to be between Viago and Vlad. Because it's, like, you have Vlad as being, like, the womanizer. And, like, because, yeah. like, when he's, like, introduced, he is literally, like, having sex with, like, 50, oh, not 50, but, like, three women. Yeah. 
Uh, and then he like hisses at Viago. Viago closes the door, and then the next you you see is like Vlad like really close to the door, and yeah. you're like, what? What is it? <laughs> and Viago's like, oh well, we're gonna have like a meeting, like yeah, you know, a house meeting, a yeah. house meeting in like twenty minutes, and he's like, make it thirty five, yeah. and then he's like, oh, oh okay, like, <laughs> and he just shuts the door. Uh, and then with, like, Viago, like, he, I really liked that it was kind of, like, this guy who has, like, is, like, the mom in a way, or, like, kind of, like, a house mom for, like, frat houses, where, like, they're there to, like, cook or clean and, like, (laughs) make everyone happy, like, in terms of, like, you Mm. know, so I kind of felt that that was pretty funny yeah he, that was like his thing mm-hmm. what about you uh i think i liked uh nick a lot really <laughs> yeah it was really funny like the way everything was so unexpected to him like he wasn't even thinking about the consequences of any of his actions yeah i mean the, and later on he like kind of does he feels bad so you know he's gonna change so there's like a really nice character arc but like obviously i'm just you know making it up because it's like not that deep but like he was pretty funny like his reactions to things uh and also the werewolves i think i really like the werewolves uh so i'm glad that they're making a movie uh with them in it um because i think that that would be pretty fun yeah yeah, I feel so. And also, like, it's, um, there was also, like, a scene at be- with the police officers. I think it was when, um, they had, yeah, I think it was, like, after the vampire slayer came in. And then, uh, the police were told, like, oh, like, someone, there was, like, a loud disturbance. Yeah. And so they came in and Deacon managed to to hypnotize them to not see the blood and like all the gore in the kitchen that they were in yeah it was like covered in like guts and everything and they're like just hypnotizing oh nothing there yeah they're like oh like is there you know it's a very nice house that you have here and then it's like oh thanks thanks like it's uh it's an old timer uh i also liked peter he was in the movie like for a short time but i still liked him because it was almost like yeah he was the nicest reference almost like it was just like oh if he's gonna be a reference then i want him to have like a small part like that so that was pretty cool mm-hmm. mm, yeah oh and the uh, what was the girl's name jackie yeah oh and jackie jackie i really like too uh she all she wanted to be is like a vampire and she's working her butt off to become one yeah you know um and then she does and she's just like yep i'm I'm gonna be a vampire now this is my house yeah um what did you think about viago um yeah i think viago was a good um it's almost like the same type of character as like Steve Carell is in the beginning of The Office where he's just kind of taking you around. He's that character in the mockumentary, right? Because I feel like The Office had it, like um, Parks and Rec had it. All the like mockumentaries have that one character that like takes you around and it's like, this is who this is. This is who this is. Like, I feel like he was a good choice for that. Uh, he was pretty funny. 
that he cared about certain things that you know non-vampires care about but other things he like didn't mm-hmm. uh, where he's like oh like we want it to be like i don't know clean or uh, make it nice but also not his idea of what nice is is not that nice you know yeah so that was pretty funny yeah and it's funny because it's like he's like supposed to be this like experienced vampire but yet every time he like tries to bite into someone he like accidentally hits their yeah. giant artery and then he's like <laughs> squirting and yeah he has to like open his mouth <laughs> before it drains like out. drinking from a fire hose or something <laughs> yeah. you know uh i like i already told um you about vlad for me yeah like what about you um it's weird because with vlad there have been so many like vlad characters and um movies and shows that it's kind of hard to be like oh i really like this version of him um but i think it worked really well for this movie like they tried to make him a hard ass but not like really like uh you know he's still he calls his ex-wife the beast (laughs) well it's even funny because like you find out that she's not like the like the beast isn't horrendous yeah she's just yeah like her his ex-wife or whatever but is you know? Yeah, well, I did remember like in his backstory, like he was married to a woman in Transylvania, mm-hmm. and I guess he didn't like the relationship, so then he hopped on like this boat and then shipped himself <laughs> to New Zealand, and that's how like he met like the other uh... vampires. Uh, so, <laughs> so I feel like that it's it's funny, and then I think there was also like one moment, um where he's like got so focused on the computer that yeah. like it made his uh face look super old because he had it so close to yeah. the uh <laughs> the screen. <laughs> what did you think about Deacon? Uh with Deacon, I liked that he was spending time like looking at sunsets online. <laughs> like I thought that was pretty funny. Uh because I it it's almost like funny on two levels, right? Like, oh, he misses sunlight, and you like, you know, he wants to see the sunrise or sunset again. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is like, oh, for him, this is like, you know, how people play with like a loaded gun. Like, he it's like he's contemplating, oh, like I could just walk out into sunlight and like kill myself. So he keeps looking at it. Yeah. You know. It was kind of morbid, but yeah, like, that's kind of how I felt about him. Um, yeah. Um, I, I almost feel like, for some reason, I like the even further out characters more. Like, not the core unit and not, like, the main characters. Yeah. Yeah, I almost feel like I like the, like, further out, more exter- like exterior characters more. Like, Nick, Stu... Because those are the ones that these characters, like, interact with and, like, learn stuff from. So I feel like I like those characters more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, I... I mean, I felt like Deacon kind of reminded me, like, a, a rundown vampire. Like, someone who was, like, really hot at Like, the in peak. the grunge era? Like, he's a grunge vampire? No, I would say, like, he was, like really cool during the 80s because it kind of seemed like that he was like coming from the 80s yeah um 
but like as time passed like he's like this like a little not so pretty looking vampire and he's probably gained like some weight as a result yeah you know or maybe he let himself go <laughs> so it's like it's interesting to see that because when you see like a lot of vampire films they're always like oh i'm so youthful yeah or they're like um the Bra- the bram stoker film one where uh like they're like a weird pale creature yeah but it's never like in the middle where it's like just some random just some middle-aged dude yeah <laughs> with a dad bod yeah <laughs> yeah for sure um for nick i i did like him because like he was he was basically our version like someone that is entering yeah. the world yeah so it's like it's someone that we could rely on but um i don't know he just like like it was funny because like when you first meet him it's because like he's like uh jackie's ex and then later on as you get to know him he's like oh yeah like um peter like attacked me (laughs) but then he allowed me to suck his blood and uh yeah (laughs) and then i had like very weird chills for yeah. like a few days and now i can levitate like yeah. i can just levitate whatever i can do like, yeah like he was just very like chill he, he's how i would be if i turned into a vampire i'd be like telling people yeah i'm a vampire you know like just pat just dropping it you know like just dropping it and have conversation and be like yeah um yeah after after i felt bad for a little bit i started levitating and then i just want to suck blood like I see people and I just want to suck their neck. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then also for Jackie, like, I it's funny because like it's like kind of like that person, uh, especially like a girl that wants to be part of the guy group, but then the guy's like, oh no, you can't be part of this because this is a guy thing you know yeah what I mean? uh, almost like your older brother telling you you could play if you got them juice boxes and then like yeah no never mind you can't play after you ring the juice you know i feel like i've seen that in a movie or something yeah yeah um but it's like really cool because like you can finally see her being like yeah like i'm a vampire so i'm not your servant anymore yeah. and then deacon's like wait a minute like <laughs> it's like i gotta find someone else yeah. like but uh but yeah like because like with this film like there isn't like a really big like structure in terms of like okay this happened at this time this happened yeah. at that time it's a lot of like improv so it's like a type of film that you kind of have to watch it yourself yeah that's why like it it took such a quick time to summarize what happened because like that kind of was what it was it was just like this happened this happened this happened there's probably like stuff in between it that's like it's something you should watch Watch. it's something like it's either physical comedy or it's something visual uh that you know spans a length of time that we could describe in detail what's going on on the screen but it won't have the same effect as if you watched it so uh, it just makes sense to watch it and i think yeah i would recommend watching it i haven't watched the show maybe we'll watch the show at some point uh but i definitely do want to watch the werewolf movie when it does come out yeah 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 i'll be down for that one yeah
but yeah, like highly recommend it. Um, I wouldn't say it's like best in show type of mockumentary where it's like really good. Mm, yeah. I mean, I I say it's pretty good, but probably not like the best. Yeah. Like maybe like a like a eight and a half. I I would I would put it in the same column as like Cabin in the Woods, where like I have to be in the mood to watch it. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be like a classic. No, movie. I kind of feel like that it is like an indie yeah, film. Yeah. Like I don't see it as like a any mainstream. No. Um. I I don't think I. It's one of those movies that I'm like, oh, I watch it every Halloween. No, no probably not. Uh, probably whenever I'm looking for, like a comedy, I'd watch it. That doesn't have to be like Halloween. Um. Yeah. Oh, speaking I'll, of yeah. Halloween, we watched Halloween Kills. Yeah. And um I there is this one part where like this boy it's in the very beginning of the film, so you're not gonna miss anything. Yeah. But it's this boy that sees Michael Myers and then instead of running away, he's like, Oh please don't hurt me and he's literally putting his ass like straight yeah. in front of Mike Myers's face. Face, yeah, he's literally going like face down ass up. Mm-hmm. in front of mike myers like just presenting his asshole to mike myers he's like please stab me in the stab anus. me in that, the butt that's kind of what this this yeah. boy was saying yeah i and was like wow he already like not even like 15 yeah. he's already getting into kinks i'm just yeah. saying also that whole movie is so good just because of the line evil dice tonight <laughs> but yeah um i would recommend you watch that too that's a good halloween movie um Apparently, the next one is just going to end end it. It's going to yeah, end like, it. Yeah, like, I would say, like, the Halloween Kills, the one that we watched that just came out this month, is kind of like an intro paragraph to something that's going to happen next year type yeah. of thing. It, yeah, they announced it's called Halloween Ends, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> that's what they said, like, the last three times they tried to end it, so... Yeah. Um... What else? Oh, we did see Candyman. Yep. I mean... It was okay. Yeah. I didn't care. I was like, oh, I'm not scared. I'm not weirded out. Yeah, I would say, like, it's interesting, but I wouldn't say it's scary. Yeah. Like, because it's... Like, a lot of the the scenes where you see, like, a character die has been seen in, like, the trailer. So it just automatically spoiled it. Mm Um, But, yeah, like... I kind of felt like that it was more of like just understanding that it's like a like spoiler alert it kind of seemed like that every decade has its own candy man and then like the main character's um, generation was going to have his version of a candy man and it was literally going to be him so that's kind of what they were doing i think what i didn't like is that they ended the movie by showing the original Candyman from the first movie i think they should have just shown like oh like when he said tell everyone yeah yeah i didn't like that i was like they should have just used the like the guy from this movie that he's the new Candyman, but instead they show the one from the original movie and it's like so what about the guy i've been following for the last like two hours like what about him why am i seeing something like some shitty cgi from you know 
20 years ago 30 years ago yeah but i mean that's a small complaint like i it was just weird that they ended it with that guy instead of the guy that was literally in the movie yeah the one that it's her like what fiance yeah it's almost like if the like disney decided to end uh the rise of skywalker with cgi uh carrie fisher giving a speech it's like why you have all these other actors that are alive that can do this yeah i guess like i mean like the the original guy is still alive yeah i I know but like by alive i mean like live on the screen okay you know yeah you don't have to cg them in. you don't have to reference a character from 30 years ago in the new movie like just put the (laughs) new guy in you already paid him to be in the movie yeah yeah i mean like for me i kind of felt like that it's kind of like us and i think like the the twilight zone where it's it gets a lot of hype because it has jordan peele's name yeah it i think it's because of the hype that people just have such high expectations of the film or show that when people watch it they're like oh it's not that good yeah yeah so it's like i think because people are expecting it to be scarier than it is to be more thought-provoking than it is and it's not neither of those things no but yeah no i mean like you know props to the director yeah i'm like yeah like another female director that's great yeah but it it just sucks because it's like you know for some people a lot of them probably just went to the theater because it was like, oh, it has Jordan Peele. Peele, yeah. So that means that there may be, like, another Get Out film. Yeah. Instead of understanding that, okay, like, Get Out happened, like, two, what, four years ago? Yeah. And, and it was a different thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Did we do any other horror films? Not that I remember, no. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think that was it. okay Um, do you have any other no that's it for me yeah Yeah. that's it for me Uh, yeah so that's it for this episode you can follow us on instagram at j-a-n-d-m underscore podcast Uh, you can get there for any updates Uh, I did note um, that I'm moving the uh, posting dates of these episodes like every wednesday it may get pushed to thursday depending on my schedule but i feel like that that's a little bit better than to be like okay i'm going to post on monday and then i spend the entire weekend doing something else and then you know it's sunday night and i'm like oh crap i forgot to edit (laughs) um but yeah uh thank you guys again for listening and we hope you come back for next week's episode um and you know hope you guys are staying safe still uh yeah i think the next time uh miro miro will come back for another episode will probably be the thanksgiving maybe yeah because like, i mean we'll see okay yeah. <laughs> all right uh well yeah that's it for me uh thank you for listening and see you soon okay. bye bye